everybody, and welcome to Punchlines. I am Frank Nicotero, longtime comedian, lifelong sports fan. Here we are at the South Point Casino right behind me. Look at the sports book right there. There's a, a server getting off for the night. She's heading out. There's a guy carrying a package. All sorts of action here today. So far, the hot dog line is heating up, and the sports book will be rocking. I'm telling you. Uh, the NBA excitement around here and the action was tremendous with the, uh, the in-season championship right down the street. Oh, I just I got a text message and I heard the little alert. That's a rookie move right there. First day on set. Okay. Anyway, uh, thank you for being here, everybody. Uh, let me just go to the front page that I had out of order. Uh, let's see. Uh, it's going to be a big show. It's going to be a very exciting show. Um, it's going to score hands. <laughs> Uh, it's going to be a fun show. It's going to be. It's going to score a touchdown with you at home. And you know what? I might even do a cartwheel like this guy. Watch this guy. Oh wait. <laughs> Watch this guy. Cartwheel keeps his balance. Alex scores. Very impressive. Isn't that impressive? Good for that dude. And then of course he gets hit at the end, but who cares? He's already scored. Anyway, welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. I am Frank Cattero. That's Ryan McCormick, our producer back there. Ryan, wave to all the fans at home. There is, and it's a Friday, so guess who's here for the entire show? It's our sports betting analyst expert. It's Alex White. Yeah. Hello, happy Friday. Alex, happy Friday. Alex has a big weekend. She told me. You want to mention your big big event you're doing with friends? Oh, yeah, just a cookie exchange. You know, cookie we're getting, exchange. Yeah, cookie getting exchange. ready for Christmas festivities. <laughs> we're getting cookies? <laughs> so everybody brings, oh, I'll bring extras, yes. Okay. Yes. Well, it's funny because she told me she's making cake pops, <laughs> which apparently Ryan really likes because... I just I asked everybody before the show. I was feeling in the giving mood of Christmas. Hey, we want something from Starbucks. Thankfully, only two people said they wanted something, and they went with cheap items. It was great. But Ryan wanted a cake pop. Did you eat your cake pop yet? Yeah, I ate it as soon as you gave it to me. Oh yeah, as soon as it was <laughs> birthday cake flavor. That's your yep. that's your jam. Yeah, the with the Oreo, the cookies and cream one's pretty good too. They were out of that one, I think. Yeah, that's a hot seller. Yeah, especially with the Cowboys. Everyone knows Cowboys love cookies and cream. <laughs> The hotel's crawling with cowboys and cowgirls because the rodeo's in town, and you're not going to meet a nicer bunch of people, but apparently they love the cookies and cream pops. <laughs> um, what else? Oh, last night was the first night of um, it's a holiday. How do you pronounce that? Uh, Smokey Robinson, can you help me pronounce what last night was the first night of? Smokey, what was it again? Here's Smokey Robinson. I want me to wish you happy Chinooka. I have no idea what Chinooka is, but happy Chinooka, because they said so. Happy Chinooka. Anyway, God bless yeah. you, babe, and enjoy Chinooka. Have a wonderful time. So someone, this is from a few years ago, someone hired Smokey, Smokey Robinson, he's a musical legend. You've heard of Smokey Robinson. Yep. Could you name a Smokey Robinson song? No, I couldn't. Tears of a Clown. Chuneka, oh, Chuneka. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think that's a Smokey song. That sounds like a Hanukkah song. But that's how you pronounce it, right? Hanukkah. Oh. Chanuka is how he pronounced. So that's from a couple years ago. I just think it's funny that he, it was a cameo. So someone paid him to do a special message, and he said Chunica. I don't know what it is, but Chunica. By the way, speaking of cameo, I am on cameo. I've made, uh, <laughs> and I've made, uh, you can check my account on cameo. If someone for Christmas wants a special message from Punchline's own Frank Nicotero, I think it's, I think it's like 25 bucks. Make a little special message. Anne is laughing harder than she's ever laughed. I've made like 10 of them. I have like 10, all five stars, because as soon as I get one, I'm like, oh my God, someone. And then I do a little message. I've done it for people for their birthday or if they're sick in the hospital and they have an extra 30 bucks to burn. They're like, oh yeah, the street smarts guy or whatever. And I do a little cameo. So you can, that'd be a Christmas present. Maybe, you know what? For you guys or the crew, 
I'm going to each make you a cameo for Christmas. <laughs> yes, you should. No charge. Love it. I'll Very do it good. for free. It'll be our $25 Christmas gift. Yeah. I think with their fee, it's like 30. Oh. Are we doing, are we doing a secret Santa, by the way? Anyone into that? Yeah, let's do it. Pick names. Sure. Sure. No. Sure. I mean, we all know each other's favorite team, so it might not. not might idea. And then we, we set a limit like 200 bucks. <laughs> yeah 20 bucks all right we'll maybe do something like that we'll talk about it anyway happy hanukkah to those who are watching live comments those it's ryan and alex yep happy hanukkah thank you lucky man <laughs> oh you can see in the live chat is running on the show today via the video making his punchlines debut and here to talk about the thursday night game which i really don't want to talk about he is another pittsburgh guy on the show uh, Big Al McMorty will be here. Big Al's awesome. I did another podcast with him before. And speaking of Pittsburgh, Chris Andrews and I were talking about yesterday when Pittsburgh was spelled without the H. Remember? And I said, I I'll look up the history. So I went to my computer and I went to Ask Jeeves. And then I found out that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> so then I went to Bing and they said, seriously, you know about Google, right? So it's all redirected to Google. Pittsburgh lost the H in 1891 because the United States Board of Geographic Names adopted 13 general principles to be used in standardized place names, one of which was names ending in Berg should drop the final H. So it became Pittsburgh without the H. Then in 1911, Pittsburgh said, screw it, we're putting the H back on. Was that the, uh, the year you were born? Yes, it was. That was when I was, I remember, I remember getting a, a little bib that said the H is back. Nice. Get the H out of here nice. or something like that. But anyway, no, I wasn't born yet. Today is December 8th, 2023, and it's National Brownie Day. Could make brownies this weekend and be like, hey, it was National Brownie Day. Brownies. Not a bad idea. Not a bad all. idea. Now, there's a correct answer to this question, Ryan and Alex. Brownies, nuts, or no nuts? No nuts. No nuts. Thank you. No, no nuts. nuts. Exactly. No, I don't want to bite into a brownie yeah, no, and have a walnut. It. That's yeah. not the point. I don't want any bit of health. I don't want health in a brownie. <laughs> I want it all chocolate and sugar. Don't give me a nut. Brookies with the cookie? Bro no, no. You know, I don't like to mix things. What about with caramel? No, that's no, it's too much. A brookie? Is that a cookie and a brownie? Yeah. I'm against that. Do they have it at the deli, though? I would maybe try it. All right, it. I'm going to have Tiff make some for you. Okay, that's your lovely girlfriend. Yep, they are delicious. All right, I'll try a brookie. Would you try a brookie? I would try it. Bring the brookies. We'll do a we'll do our own cookie exchange. <laughs> um, today, now, okay, so it's National Brownie Day, and you're like, okay, that's pretty cool. But, ladies and gentlemen, it's also National Pretend to Be a Time Traveler Day. We actually even have, Ryan even made a, there it is, very time travel-y with the sands of time and watches and glasses. Yeah, this is an actual thing. Uh, so what would I do? More what would I do? It. What's that again, Ryan? Said I more found it. You more found it. Okay, well, yeah. I, I was giving you credit, Ryan. Thanks. All right, so, so I was going to say, if you could travel in time, since it's National Time Traveler Day, would you go back or into the future? And what moment would you want to see? Al who's ready? Alex, Ryan? Alex said she has one. Let's see. Okay, so I thought we were just talking about past. So right. okay, if yeah, I could we'll go pass. back in the past, I'd probably want to see Elvis Presley in his prime. I mean, he has a whole Disneyland for adults over there, Graceland. So I want to I want to see this legend. This was one of the things on my considered list was Elvis in his prime. Or maybe down at what the Westgate used to be, the old Hilton or where? I think that's the International it was called. International, think, yeah. Yeah, right? And that's where. There's, is the statue still at the, uh, the Westgate of Elvis? Because I remember when I filmed there and it was the Hilton, they had the statue of him. Uh, commemorating Elvis, but I don't know if it's still there, but that's a good one. Yeah. 
Thank you. I thought you'd appreciate it. I, I, I am a huge Elvis fan. And when I was doing the show remotely in New Orleans, or when I, I you you had talked about it, it, was like you found a little tidbit about Elvis that day. Yep. No, my mom is a big Elvis Presley fan. I love Elvis. So that's a good one. Ryan, time traveling. What are you doing? I'll probably go into the future and uh, watch the uh, the Bears' fifth Super Bowl win in a row. <laughs> That's, that's, that's so what year watch. is that that the Bears win their fifth Super Bowl? And what? who's your robot quarterback? Uh, we'll go with 2030, and it's still Justin Fields. <laughs> so, so they're going to win from 25. Big Al McMorty is watching and listening to this, and his mouth is agape right now. This guy, <laughs> no. Big Al, will yeah, be on in a moment. He actually thinks that, you actually think that the Bears could win five straight oh, Super Bowls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that would tie them with six with the Steelers and the Patriots, unless the Steelers win this year. Okay, that's not going to happen. We'll talk with Steelers Which, stuff. With thank Big you Al. for the number one pick, by the way. You do have the number one pick, right? So who do you via Carolina? Yeah, yeah. you take Marvin because Harrison Jr. You got, because the Steelers, you guys, yeah, yeah Steelers lost to Arizona and New England. Yeah. Both those teams now have higher Steelers. draft picks. Well, that's right. I, Ryan, picks. I told, I said we're doing it for Ryan because he wants the Bears <laughs> to have the number one pick. Marvin Harrison Jr. I just saw this yesterday, saying he might come back for a senior, cit a senior, senior citizen, <laughs> senior citizen, <laughs> senior season at Ohio State. How do you feel about that? Are they really going to be able to pay him what an NFL contract would pay him? I don't know. Ohio State's got a lot of boosters and a lot of nil money floating around, right? Yeah, but no, of course is it going to be he's the number million? one pick. Yeah, yeah. I'd Did you ever see the amount of money Sam Bradford made as a quarterback in the NFL before there was a cap and and you know the positions were locked into money? Sam Bradford drafted drafted out of Oklahoma. Uh, he was drafted by the Rams or Detroit. I can't remember his career. Get Sam Bradford's career earnings. And barely remember him playing. He was always hurt. He made like well over a hundred million dollars. It's so. Wild. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah. Well, how much does it say? One hundred and thirty. One hundred and thirty million dollars. You could not name one Sam Bradford Sam Bradford highlight in his career. From from twenty ten to twenty eighteen, he made yeah. one hundred and thirty million. And he, he was always hurt. And he was drafted. Was it by the Lions or the Rams? Rams. Rams. Okay. Yeah. He was a. He was kind Stafford of a bust. Was the Lions. All right. So if I had to time travel. Yeah. Now I said this half jokingly, but I would I could go back in time to Dealey Plaza, November twenty second, nineteen sixty three, and stop the Kennedy assassination, thwart the Kennedy assassination. Okay. What about the butterfly effect? I well, I think it would be good because that's the day the country lost its innocence. <laughs> so maybe I would do that. But if I could see a moment, how about this? How about seeing the Beatles on Ed Sullivan or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Very good. I'd be kind because of, we're staying pop culture-y. You know, something like that. But if it was a sports moment, the Immaculate Reception, Franco Harris, Three Rivers Stadium, that would be awesome to be at. My uncle and aunt, my aunt, my uncle Jimmy and Aunt Connie were at the Immaculate Reception game. And my uncle, like any true Nicotero and mostly, yeah, all Nicoteros, they want to leave early to beat the traffic. They left. Thought the game oh. was over, left. And his wife, still to this day, gives him crap that they left and missed it. Just like Art Rooney who was coming down in the elevator, the owner of the Steelers, to congratulate them on a great season. He was in the elevator and heard the roar of the crowd. Doors open. He's like, what happened? He's like, we won. He missed it. I have a, uh, a friend that was at in Seattle for the beast quake. Oh, the beast quake, yeah. He was in the bathroom when it happened. <laughs> so he's in the bathroom feeling the whole stadium shake? Yep. That was the Marshawn Lynch uh, run against, I think, the Saints, right? Yep. One of the yep. best. And the decibels on that was like a jet engine taken off, right? All right, let's do some fast takes before we bring Alan. Open up. Are we opening up fast takes with Billy Girl? That's not opening up. We're on a time thing here. Uh, happy birthday to Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers, a great quarterback. Uh, he turns 42 today. Uh, if he was one year older, he, oh, it's show, it's show 43. That we didn't is. even talk about that. Well, let's do Philip Rivers. Anyway, Philip Rivers, and to celebrate uh, his birthday, he's having 10 more children. <laughs> He has 10 kids. His wife is expecting a 10th kid, and the man they, has never had sworn. It in October. 
What's that? They had their 10th kid in October. Okay, they did have it. Okay, they had their 10th kid in October. And Phil Rivers has never cussed. And I was thinking maybe uh, Jerry on our crew here <laughs> could take a cue from Phil Rivers and never swear on the show. Alex, did you see what happened yesterday? Did you hear about so this? So I was actually watching it okay. at home and I couldn't hear you it. Hear so it? you guys are safe there, Hi, Jerry. Jerry you're safe. safe. <laughs> but oh, don't worry. Jerry, but this is how much I love Jerry. He cut a clip of him. He cut the clip together of him swearing when he couldn't think of the name of Jerry Lewis's alter ego and nutty professor. He said, ah, shucks. He pulled a Ralphie. He said, ah, fudge, but he didn't say fudge. So anyway, uh, yeah, just like Phil Rivers never swears. Jerry, I, that's the first time we've ever heard Jerry swear. Was that you've heard Jerry swear, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah all right, okay. But anyway, happy birthday to Phil Rivers. Also, uh, were you a Phil Rivers fan? Um, because he's such a good guy. Yeah, he really was. Right, he had a very good reputation, so you rooted for I him. I kind of but... wanted to see them win. He came out that same year as Ben and, and Eli, so he wanted to see him win a Super Bowl, and he just never had the gosh darn talent around him to win a gosh darn championship. <laughs> They were on Hard Knocks, which is on HBO. And you dog, oh, dag nabbit. It's like, what are you, an old prospector? Just swear. You're a football player. His, uh, his trash talk was rumored Hysterical. to be one of the best. Yeah. You can look on yeah. YouTube after our show, Before Sports by the Book. Stay on YouTube, spend some time. And uh, you can find, yeah, you can see Phil Rivers trash talking. It's, it's like literally, it's like Catholic schoolboy trash talking. And but other teams would, would love it. It's supposed to be really good. It. Yeah. Yeah. So, Phil Rivers, um, happy birthday, Phil Rivers. Uh, speaking of swearing, Sam Kinison's birthday. He would have been 70 today. Sam Kinison, one of my favorite comedians. I never met him. Uh, one of the funniest guys died in a, in a car accident, really tragic. Um, he was on his, he was in the desert outside of Needles, California. Sam, this is Sam. You live in a desert. Are you familiar with Sam Kinison all right? And you know Sam Kinison. Yes. Never heard of, Who's your favorite comedian besides Sam Kinison? Besides Sam Kinison? Why are not, not counting Sam Kinison? Who's your favorite comedian? My guy, Frank Nicotero. Frank Nicotero. All right. Thank you very much. <laughs> and Eddie I think Murphy. we'd be remiss if we didn't mention one of the biggest Vegas legends ever, the candy man himself, Sammy Davis Jr., born on December 8th. He would have been 98 today. Uh, we're going to celebrate it anyway. Sammy Davis. Who can make the sunrise? That wasn't bad. You know what I'm saying, man? <laughs> <laughs> and let the kids know that that wasn't a bad Sammy. That was good. Uh, oh my god, Jerry just swore again. Oh my god. <laughs> he said it damn no, he good. didn't. He just lost it. He didn't swear. He didn't swear. Uh like the Rat Pack, like right. Sinatra Dean Martin. Have you ever seen one of the Rat Pack shows in Vegas? They're very entertaining. I have not, but I need to. I took my dad when he flew and we saw Ocean's Eleven when it came out, and we went to the Rat Pack and we got front row, tipped the guy 20 bucks. I looked like a big, big wig for my dad. It was very exciting. Uh Sammy Davis Jr. though. Congratulations, uh, Sammy. Well, you're no, you're dead. So anyway. <laughs> All right, we'll do some more. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations on all the entertainment you gave there America, you Sammy Davis Jr. <clears throat> <laughs> no, what the hell's going on? All right. Um, the NBA, what's that? 43s. Yeah, well, and it's 43. It's show 43, folks. You know we always do this. When I think number 43, I know Big Al McMorney's going to agree. You think Troy Polamalu, ladies and gentlemen. So show 43 for us. Uh, let's see. Larry Brown. Who's Larry Brown? The, the guy, number four. Who's Larry, which one's Larry Brown? <laughs> the guy on the Redskins. The Redskins guy? Yeah. No, it's the Commanders. No, that was the Redskins. We can say it. All right, you got Eckersley in there. Uh, is that, you have Eckersley in there? Yeah, Eckersley. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, it just shrunk. Um, Troy Palomalo, of course. <laughs> da Darren Sproles, of course. <laughs> and then you always throw a hockey player in there I've never heard of. Who is that? Martin Soren. Oh, yeah. Uh, MS. Yeah, Marty Soren. Yeah. Yeah, I loved him. He played for the uh, New He's York on Rangers. The list, so I, Islanders. I, I put him. All right, I didn't know much. And then who else yeah. was up there? Who was uh, who was the basketball player? Uh, it was uh, Brad Doherty. 
Oh, Brad Doherty. Oh, yeah, Brad. No, the Sonic. Oh, is that Sigma? Oh, Jack Sigma. Brad Doherty, who now uh, is a big, he's a big NASCAR guy. There was a thing on Real Sports with yep. Brian Gumbel about yeah, him. He's got a team. He owns a team or he's an announcer. He's, he's got a team. Yeah. An overall number one pick, too. And those Cavalier teams, some of those Cavalier teams were the second best team in the NBA, but they could never get past Chicago Bulls. They really were. Craig Elo. Yeah. All right. Wow. And wow. It's that kind of show. I'm getting a wrap up from Ann. All right. We're going to bring in our guest. Watch me grab the headphones. Flawlessly smooth. Look at that. No Denny Nagel fumbling today. This gentleman and I have never met. He is from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, excellent handicapper. Big Al McMorty, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, Big Al, to the show. Big Al. Hey, guys. How are you doing today? Big Al, we're great. This is Alex White. I was telling Alex all about you. She's excited you're on the show. And Ryan. And Chris Andrews says hello, our sportsbook director here. I know you guys have never met, but you guys have talked and tried to hook up, right? Yeah, I mean, we're all from Pittsburgh. It's it's. We've, it seems like a lot of handicappers are from the Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania area. So that's right. We got Jimmy Vaccaro hangs out here, as you know. Um, so yeah, a lot of Pittsburgh guys. Now he went to the rivals. You went to Upper St. Clair, or did you go to Mount Lebanon? Yeah, no, I was Upper St. Clair. Upper St. Clair, um, and it was interesting. I was, I was. Uh, you know, I live in Los Angeles where you used to live, Frank, right. and I was at a, you know, like a, a sub shop, you know, sandwich shop yesterday. And the guy who was working behind the counter was from Mount Lebanon, which was oh, a wow. crazy coincidence because, you know, you just never meet anyone from Mount Lebanon or Upper St. Clair out here in Los Angeles. <laughs> Every, yeah, everyone stays where that's a very nice area of Pittsburgh. How did it come up? How did he know you were from Pittsburgh? Or how did, were you wearing a Steeler shirt? Well, no, what happened? He was talking to another guy who uh, was ordering food and... They were both uh, artists, you know, and, uh, you know, struggling artists, as they say. And he mentioned he was from Pittsburgh. So then I then, you know, you got to You got to jump in. Part. You have to jump yeah. in. You know, I was saying one time here, I was in Vegas. This is years ago. I was in a cab and I said, oh, how far do we have to go? And the guy goes, ah, it's about five miles down the road. And I went, what part of Pittsburgh <laughs> are you from? And he turned around. Right. He turned around. He's like, what? How did you know? I'm like, bro. I'm like, you couldn't have been more ah, about mile, five miles down the road. And that, you know, I was just like, you're from Pittsburgh. It's obvious. Um, so while we're talking about Pittsburgh, Big Al, I, I hate to even talk about it, but this game last night, which by the way, we talked on the phone right before the game and you say you had given out as your pick, you had given out the over, which hit in the first half. So that must've been, like, yeah. Then, yeah, that's the only good thing about that yeah. game. I'm happy that you nailed that for sure, but what an ugly game. And, uh, why did, why, what was your calculations on why it would go over when everyone was so, you know, saying it's going to go way under 30? Well, I mean, you know, I often say that sports handicapping is like a Rorschach test. I mean, two <laughs> handicappers can look at a game and they can look at the data and come to com two completely different uh, conclusions about what's going to happen. And, you know, when I looked at the game yesterday, I mean, the Patriots had gone under uh, in their last four and nine of the last 11. The Steelers had gone under in uh, their last three and nine of their last 10. So, you know, I'm pretty contrarian, as you might know. And <laughs> to me, that just screamed, you know, high scoring game. I also had, you know, a really good system on the game, you know, that favored the over. Uh, in New England had scored just 13 points uh, combined in their three previous <laughs> games. But when you take a look at how NFL teams do, if they've gone under three straight games and in those three games, they scored a combined 25 points or less. And those games have gone over the total 76 of 128, or actually now it's 77 of 129, wow. you know, so 59%. So I really like the over a lot in the game. You know, it was nice to actually get a winner at halftime half and not have to yeah. sweat it out. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you know, I was telling Alex, about, Alex is a third generation 
uh, you know, sports betting analyst, her father, Kenny White, and your grandfather's name again? Pete White. Pete White. Anyway, so she was excited you were on the show. Do you have anything you want to say to Al or any questions or comments? or? Yeah, I have a bunch of questions. A bunch of questions. I know. I know you're excited. I'll start with right there how you talked about two teams that are trending to the under, looking at that over. Do you find that in hockey, too? Because I've seen that a lot. Like last night, I was on Minnesota and Vancouver over. Connects one two zero, and I've I've had this happen quite a bit. Do you see it in hockey? I'm not really a hockey uh, handicapper. I'm more of a football and basketball guy, so I would defer to you. Okay. <laughs> um, but there's actually a game on Sunday. You know, it's not as extreme as the uh, Pittsburgh New England game, but you've got the uh, the Chargers game, right? Okay. Um, you know the. The Chargers are off three straight unders, eight of their last nine under. The Broncos are off unders in six of their last seven. Um, the distinction between that game and New England, you know, unlike New England, which had only scored 13 points over their pre, you know, three previous games, the Chargers have scored 36, so they don't fall into that one system of mine. But I still like the over, you know, 44 in the game. It's just not as strong as last night's play. Yeah, and the Steelers, though, can we just talk about how terrible they look? I mean, they... I'm sure you probably saw the stat. It was everywhere last night after the game. First team ever over 500 to lose to two teams in a row, eight games under 500. I, you know, I, I know you follow the Steelers like me. Is is what do you do with Mike Tom? If you're if you're one of the Roonies, if you're was oh, it Art Rooney the third running the team, what do you do? I mean, you don't. I mean, the guy's a Hall of Fame coach, but I mean, everyone overstays. Let the him world. coach. Let him coach. Yeah, I mean, let him coach. I mean, it's it's you know, I mean, look at Bill Belichick. Look at Greg Popovich. You've got great coaches you know you, you don't win every year and you know i always say well who are you going to hire in their stead i True. mean unless you have someone to put there who's better keep them well matt, Can them, matt canada matt canada is available since he's recently unemployed to be the head coach in pittsburgh um so you were talking about basketball um here in vegas obviously it's a very exciting time because the in in season championship uh last night ryan you were actually at the game we'll show the video later um, Ryan was actually how at the people, game. How many people went? Was Talk it, to Ryan. Like, it was it was a sell, no, it was a sellout crowd for the late game. Yeah, the early game was, was the, the the early game was under, which well, everyone thought was going to go. The early over. game, the issue was that it started at two o'clock. Yeah. on a Thursday in Las Vegas, like people are at work, they're not going to be able to go to that game, and so if you scheduled it better, it yeah. was going to have much much more of a crowd. Yeah. So fair enough. Yeah, 2 p.m. But that that over was 257, right? Yep. Now me, 258 and a half. Here. 258 and a half. Now I always look at overs, Al, because I'm one of those guys that roots for points. You know, stupid. Um, but I liked the under because again, foreign court, different rim, different backdrop, and a 2 p.m. game that the players are used to probably sitting in their stall, listening to music, having a sandwich or something. 2 p.m. I just think that would have been an under to bet, but I didn't bet it. So Frankie overs didn't take it, but. Um, the line right now for the game is uh, the championship game, which is Saturday here in Vegas at T-Mobile. Lakers minus four and 240. Now, when do you start looking at a game like that? I know you're concentrating on football, but are you looking at that game or at other NBA I, 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 I already did, and I already determined I would pass on it. Okay. So. <laughs> too close, too close to the numbers? I mean, no, it just had nothing interesting for me to, um, you know, I don't want really. You know, I'm a situational handicapper, so... Uh, there were no situations that popped that warranted a play. Alex is nodding at everything you say. I love this. Alex, uh, go ahead. Take it. If you have something you want to talk about, go well, for it. Very smart to be a situational yeah. handicapper. Right? I don't know Not what that just means. Jump in everything. Yeah, I'm like, oh, it's on TV. Let's bet. <laughs> I want to get your opinion on two more totals for Sunday games. So Jaguars and Browns, that is a very low total as well, sitting at 33. 
33, geez. 33. So I want to get your take on that. And then a uh, little bit more exciting game here. The Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys. That has moved up to 52. Do you have um, under or over in that one? Well, let me go with the Dallas game first. Okay. I, I do like the under in that game. Um, I mean, for various reasons. You know, Philadelphia coming off that very high scoring game last week, 42-19, 61 points were scored. Uh, historically, Philadelphia has gone under the total uh, after a very high scoring game. If the previous game was 58 or more, they're now 64 and 27 to the under. You also have a competitively priced game. The spread's three and a half. You have a division game. You have two winning teams. Those are the ingredients for games also in the NFL to go under the total. Uh, so I, I do like Dallas and Philly under the 52 and a half. As far as the Jacksonville game, it's just, you know, it's complicated, right? I mean, we don't know if Lawrence is going to play. It's going to be a game time decision. Um, I wouldn't step into that game on the side or the total unless I knew for sure whether or not he was playing. Uh, the over-under in the game earlier in the week was at 30. It's now, as you said, but up to 33. Um, historically, NFL games with very low totals, you know, below 31, they've gone over the total, as we saw last night. Um, this one doesn't fit that, but I would just stay away from the game. It's just not worth it for me, given the question mark at quarterback. Yeah. And, and Al, I, if you don't mind, I know when we, we, we previously were, were on a podcast during COVID, we would, we would talk frequently. What time do you get? I remember the hours you keep were really, really strange. Like, what time do you get up in the morning and, and what's your process and what's your routine? Sure. As far as what you eat or drink. Yeah. I mean, it's for the daily, for, for, for the daily sports like basketball, you know, I'm working from 6 p.m. Pacific until about 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific, you know, 6 a.m., 9 a.m. Eastern. You know, what my idea is, you know, I'm a sharp and I don't quite understand why someone would not want to get ahead of, you know, <laughs> the, the, the number and and get and, and get it before it begins to move at 8 a.m., 8.30 a.m., 9 a.m. So, you know, I give all my plays and my clients, you know, for basketball in the 3 a.m., 4 a.m., 5 a.m., 6 a.m. range so that they can get down early and get the best number. As far as football, it's different because it's a weekly sport and I'm tending to give out the games, you know, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays in advance of the week. And it's big. But I, yeah, I mean, I'm working all night. It's a, you know, it's hell. Wow. That's a, it's hell. <laughs> now it's bigal.com, right? That's where people can find you, right? Yeah. And uh, I, I have to point out that Joey B, one of the live comments we have on the show here. Why were their vehicles always parked in the end zones in Three River Stadium? Because it's that's actually true. Because when you see the the immaculate reception clip, I remember that? Oh yeah, I remember going to games in the in the in the early '80s. There was always cars. I don't know who got those parking spots. I don't know if it was Terry Bradshaw or Chuck Knoll, but there would always be cars. And when you watch next time you see the immaculate reception. You'll see cars. That's very funny, Joey. I don't understand. Well, that either. was 1972 or 73. Yes. I mean, we had season tickets. I, I went to all those games, and I just thought that's that's escaped my memory. <laughs> now, do you, do, you, do, you, do you recall the Immaculate Reception? I do. Um, I was watching that on television when it happened, but I was so young, it yeah. just didn't. You know, I mean, I remember things like I remember them coming on the you know news and announcing Roberto Clemente had passed away in the plane crash. I remember all that stuff. Um, oh, wow. Way to bring the show the, down. The one, <laughs> yeah, but don't, sorry about that. That's but okay. the one, uh, the, the, I mean, the one playoff game I really remember was that game against Earl Campbell and the Oilers where I think it was in the rain and I was just scared to death you know, the Steelers were going to lose, but they won. Um, you know, I, I've talked about this before. Earl Campbell and the Houston Oilers, 
I loved the, their uniforms. I loved Bum Phillips. I loved Earl Campbell. I liked Dan Pastorini because he was Italian. But we hated them. You know what I mean? Like they were such great games and but epic. We were games. also scared of them. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, that oh, was yeah. the one team that like put fear, you know, the fear of God into you. I was never scared of a lot of teams, but I was always scared of Houston. Yeah. I mean, two AFC championships could have gone. The, the one where was it? Uh, what Renfro? Something Renfro. Uh, his feet were in, would have been a completion and they would have taken the lead. <laughs> but uh, it's not Mel Renfro's, uh, something Renfro. But anyway, um, they were, I mean, they would, those two teams would beat the crap out of each other. Um, I don't know who they played the following week, but I bet they didn't cover because those two teams, I mean, Earl Campbell and Donnie Shell, remember those collisions? Oh my God, they were epic. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. so uh, what do you, so uh, I know you, I, if, if you don't mind, I don't know if you've already given it out, but a, a free pick or something for people to watch. Or for people to watch or bet on, what do you what are you thinking you could give out to our watchers here on Punchlines? Mm, good question. Uh, how about tonight? Let's go out to Oklahoma City and look at the Golden State Oklahoma City basketball game. Okay, let's. Uh, this is going to be the yeah. I mean, what the hell is tonight? People want <laughs> yes the first game they can bet on. They don't want to wait till Sunday. That's right. That's um, me. You know, this is going to be the fourth time these two teams have met. The Thunder have gone two and one straight up, but three and zero ATS in those three previous meetings. The Thunder, of course, playing great this year, 14 and 5 ATS with a push. Golden State 5 and 11 and 1 ATS, its last 17 for the season, 8, 12 and 1 ATS. I think a lot of betters are going to be inclined to take the home team here at Oklahoma City. I'm not. I like Golden State. Uh, Golden State has played better on the road this season than it has at home. The Warriors are 7 and 3 ATS on the road. Uh, they've covered the spread on the road by an average of 3.35 points per game. The Thunder have played worse at home than on the road. And to be clear, Oklahoma City's played great at both road and home. But when you compare the two, they've played uh, worse at home. And they've covered the spread at home by 5.05 points per game less than they've done so on the road. You know, Golden State playing with double revenge. They've lost the two previous meetings. Both of those were in San Francisco. Golden State 30 and 17 ATS when playing with double revenge. I like Golden State plus the three. The double revenge. I love that factor. Yes, I do too. Um, speaking of NBA, I know you don't have a play for tomorrow for the championship game, but what are your thoughts on this in-season tournament? <laughs> I'm not a fan. <laughs> I big... mean, I, you know, that, I mean, this is this is the way I look at it, and you guys can disagree with me, and maybe I'm in my bubble here in Los Angeles, and I just don't know what the hell's going on in the rest of the country, but. <laughs> Who cares? I mean, I'm a San Antonio Spurs fan. And if they scheduled 12 games, you know, on tomorrow and San Antonio was playing the Sacramento Kings and, the, you know, the Miami Heat were playing the Charlotte Hornets, wouldn't everyone just watch their local team? I mean, is anyone really going to care about the Indiana Pacers versus Los Angeles Lakers in a regular season, non-regular season game? I mean, that's my take. Right. I could be dead wrong. People might care. I mean, I think... You know, they're trying to make this be like uh, soccer over in Europe. That's why. I'm but the difference is that we have postseason tournaments here. The Premier <laughs> League doesn't have a postseason tournament. So they just have 38 regular season games, and that's it. So I don't understand how you're going to try to have this regular season stupid championship and hold it up to the Larry O'Brien trophy. And I wish they'd get rid of it, but no one's listening to me. <laughs> and they won't. They'll probably, they'll probably have, you know, an in-season tournament every month from now on, and, yeah. and I really want it's to blow a, my brains it's out. Been a, it's been a big hit. So how does a kid from Pittsburgh become a Spurs fan, by the way? Was this like Artis Gilmore? How do you become a Spurs fan? Uh, yeah, No, even before that. Okay. We, we never had a team. You know, it's 1977 in Pittsburgh, and, you know, Connie Hawkins is Connie no longer Hawkins. playing in Pittsburgh. Right. And, and so I opened up the Pittsburgh Press, and it had the uh, 
the, the scoring leaders that says Gervin. George Gervin, yeah, the Iceman. Yeah. You know, S-A. And I, you know, I'm a young kid. I'm like, you know, nine, ten years old. And I looked, I said, well, who's S-A? And I, it's a San Antonio. I'm like, okay, I'm a Spurs fan. <laughs> So. That's how it happens, man. And when you're a kid, every, something leaves an impression on you. You become a fan of that team. That's that's. I was curious how you, why you were a Spurs fan. And you live in L.A. You have been for a while. You don't care about the Lakers or yeah. Clippers or, or Rams or Chargers. No. And the Laker fans take offense. I mean, like my car says it has a San Antonio Spurs license plate. <laughs> and people will come up to me and they'll, they're just offended. How can you not be a Lakers fan? We're the best team in the history of the world. You know, you're just like. Sorry. <laughs> and do you ever come out? Uh, do you ever come out to Vegas? You live close to LA. Uh, what's what? Do you? What are your uh, feelings towards Vegas? I used to live. I used to have an apartment over oh. in uh, Summerlin. You know, back in the early two thousands, uh, before I moved to Los Angeles. I like Las Vegas. I get there once a year. I enter the circuit contest and the Westgate contest, and you know, it's it's good for once a year. I like it, but I prefer Los Angeles. Wow. And but still, why California is still no legalized gambling? That proposition was on the ballot. They spent hundreds of millions of dollars and it wasn't even close. And the commercials, it would you well, that's because that's because the Native American. Yeah. You know, the Native American spent hundreds of millions the other direction for negative advertising. Exactly. So people, you know, I mean, it, it's they're going to have to sort out a deal before they're, you know, I mean, the Native Americans flex their power and they now have shown FanDuel and DraftKings that you can't do anything without us. So, we'll, you know. We'll there see you go. Happens. And by the way, is this true? Did I see that they 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 finally got the bullet train from Vegas to Rancho Cucamonga? A three billion dollars. It's going to happen, right? Yeah, right. They did, they did get federal funding for it. Like three billion or twelve yeah, billion dollars. Three, three billion of federal of federal funding, but they still need to. And it, yeah, it and it goes it goes a hundred a hundred and eighty six miles an hour, and it can get Vegas to L.A. in under two hours or something ridiculous. Which, by the way, doesn't sound that impressive because I've done L.A. to Vegas in three hours and fifteen minutes. That's my record, three fifteen. That's I was <laughs> and you didn't get a, and you didn't, and you didn't no. get a ticket. Well, I, have from a, the, I, have the a, I had a radar detector, <laughs> but no, it was literally it was <sighs> a Tuesday afternoon. I checked out of a hotel at at, uh, at like eleven a.m. on a Tuesday. Three hours, 15 minutes. I had a timer in my old Nissan Maxima. I was rolling. That's, that's, a, that's a miracle because San Bernardino is... Uh, yeah, you, know. you can get pinched there. Yeah. I almost got nabbed out of yeah, Baker. Right out, when I was looking at the big thermometer in Baker, I remember there was a cop on the side of the road. I was like, oh, oh I miss him. Uh, big Al, listen, this is your first appearance on the show. I, I really enjoy having you on the show. I remember uh, the numbers that he has and, and recall and stuff. And Alex was just sitting here nodding all the time, which I love. Um, then people can find you at bigal.com. It couldn't be a simpler name. No, it's, it's about as easy as it gets. Bigal.com. You know, we've got 20 handicappers, not just myself. There are free picks every day from all the handicappers. And all right. uh, yeah, it's a great website and articles. And yeah, it's really well done. Music. Yeah. Alex, yeah. any final Thank words you. for Big Al? Just a uh, college playoffs. Um, I don't want you to give away too much, but any thoughts right now? I know we've got a long time to look at those two yeah, matchups, but I mean, and are I'm, you happy with those four teams? Well, I'm a University of Michigan alum. I uh -oh. went to the Ohio State game, and so you know, obviously, I have got a little bit of bias, but I'm not happy for one reason, and and I've tweeted about this. It's if Florida State was good enough, yeah, to have been in the top four without their first string quarterback, you know, going into that Saturday, you know, the championship Saturday, then they should have been good enough coming out of championship Saturday because all they did was win. I'm not, I mean, obviously they're not one of the four best teams. That's not, that's not my point. My right. point is that 
the committee moves the goalposts. And, you know, if, if they were going to downgrade Florida State, they should have done it in advance of the yep. Louisville game. Yep, and then the other exactly. thing is that with the Georgia Bulldogs, if George, you know, this is the other question I ask. If the Georgia Bulldogs had defeated Alabama, so then you have three teams, Georgia, Washington, Michigan are 100% in, and they have to then choose a fourth team. Would Texas have leapfrogged Florida State? I submit that it wouldn't. I think one of the problems is that Alabama and Texas were tied to the hip. If Alabama was in, then Texas had to be in as well. And so they had two spots for one team. And they so if they were going to put Alabama in, they had to kick Florida State out. But if Texas, if the choice was just between Texas and Florida State, I bet Florida State would have made it, which mm -hmm. just shows the whole disingenuous, how dis, well, you know what I'm trying to say. It just shows <laughs> the, 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 bull, the kind of the bullshit of the committee. Yeah, there and, you go. <laughs> you know, I, I would, and, and, and I get, hey, just put the four best teams in. But if you're going to choose the four best teams, then, okay, fine. Georgia, Alabama, you know, yeah. Michigan, Ohio State, Ohio Oregon State. are the five best teams. So pick four out of those five. I mean, Washington's not one of the five best teams if, you know, if you just want to look at power ratings. Um, but they beat Oregon twice. Of course. But, <laughs> but, but, so, the, so, so the games do matter. So if the games <laughs> matter, then Alabama shouldn't be in because Texas beat them. I mean, it's. You know, yeah. it's if the games matter, then Florida State should be in, and Texas should be in, and Alabama shouldn't. Yeah. So either the games matter or they don't. <laughs> well, next um, next year this will all be taken care of when we have twelve teams, right? And it's and it's and, and it's kind of sad because I think that Michigan Ohio State game was the last great regular season college football game we will ever see. No longer will there be a yeah. meaningful college football regular season game. I yeah, mean, it's well. it's now gone the way of college basketball. Where who gives a crap? <laughs> yeah, without the, the tournaments, everything. Uh, Big yeah, Al. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, just, it's, I just, it's, it. not, it's just not interesting anymore. So. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Big Al, fascinating. Uh, great hearing. Thank you for sharing your process and, and giving us some numbers. We're, uh, we're going to take Thanks for inviting me. We're going to take Gold State. Yeah, and listen, I think uh, Jeff Parles and the crew over at Sports by the Book would love to have you on sometime. But uh, you can go to BigAl.com, find out more about Big Al, read some articles. Uh, and get a free pick every day. So, Big Al, thank you for being on the show. Yes, thank you. Go Steelers. Uh, Thanks, we're going to take a commercial break. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. We'll be right back in two. Thanks, Big Al. Great job. Once you've satisfied your hunger, get ready for more of the hottest casino games in Vegas. Our 24-hour, 30-table, non-smoking poker room proudly hosts all the most popular poker games with a variety of betting limits. Visit the poker room for a schedule of daily tournaments. Whether you're going to hold them or fold them, the best place for poker is at South Point Casino. You'll notice that our craps tables are usually the loudest in the casino. If you've never played, join one of our free craps lessons to find out what makes this game so exciting. Check with the craps dealer for schedules and give it a roll. Bingo is also an exciting way to spend your time. We offer seven sessions of bingo every day. And each session includes a cash ball jackpot, 12 bingo games, a progressive double action game, and a $10,000 bonus coverall. Electronic units are available. If you haven't played bingo with us, give it a try today. Guests can also get in on the action at our one-of-a-kind race and sports books. 
two separate rooms designed to maximize your experience and comfort. Our sports book, with over 400 seats, puts you right in the middle of the action, 24 hours a day. The friendly ticket writers are happy to help, and it's conveniently located next to the famous Del Mar Deli, where you'll find supersized portions of delicious deli items like roast beef, pastrami, and Reuben sandwiches, or soups, salads, and pizza, plus spectacular desserts fit for a king. And right next door is the race book, over 150 seats, each with its own TV screen. There are 16 interactive player terminals, so you can bet right from your seat. Some great live comments from our subscribers. How many subscribers are we up to? Did we? 818? 816. 816. The area code that I lived in for 25 years was the 818. So... Uh, let's try to get to 818 by the end of the show. I don't know if that could happen. Uh, speaking of the 818, a guy who lives in uh, deep, deep, deep Van Nuys, B-Town Dummy, uh, wrote, was anyone dumb enough to bet the over on Fat Friar Moose receiving yards last night? Maybe Frank would know. Uh, yeah, that would be me. I took Pat <laughs> Friar Moose over. 27 and a half yards to a tight end. Who That should be your featured receiver when you have Mitch Trubisky filling in the middle of the field. They didn't touch it. He did have two drops late that would have took him over. I think he finished with 14 or something. I didn't even look. I don't even want to know. I just know that the two drops on the last couple drives prevented me from getting that over. I thought that was the bet of the night, but it didn't happen. And uh, let's see. Lucky Man. Uh, oh, Lucky, Lucky Man wants to be in our secret Santa. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to check. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see if we can do that. Some sort of Venmo. And he apparently likes his brownies with something other than nuts in them. Uh, anyway, um, so anyway, uh, Ryan, you went, we're talking NBA. By the way, Big Al was great. Thank you. Wasn't he great? I mean, yes. all those numbers and fantastic. fantastic guys. So make sure you check out BigAl.com. Thanks for doing the show. Ryan, you and Jeff Parles, Sports by the Book, who will be here doing Sports by the Book at 2, two o'clock. I know, I was swallowing. Sorry. No, no, that was me waiting for someone to jump in. <laughs> that's a, that's a, what's it called? Not a technique, but that's when you don't know something. You know what I also do when I see someone, I don't know their name and I'm with somebody like, I'll go, Oh, this is, Oh, <laughs> and then they have to go, hi, I'm Jim. And then, Oh yeah, of course, you know, Jim. So if I ever do that too, that means I've forgotten your name. You know what I mean, Debbie? All right, so anyway, um, so Ryan, you were at the game last night with our own Jeff Parles, who will be coming up after this show. Uh, an hour after this show, you filed a little video for us. Yep. Did you say Punchline Sports? Did you say Ryan McCormick for Punchline Sports? I did not say for Punchline Sports. <sighs> Whatever. I, just I did say Ryan whatever. McCormick and Jeff Parles. Let's go. Ryan McCormick and Jeff Parles. Oh, you here can go ahead. T-Mobile Arena for the NBA in-season tournament. We got a packed, packed outside to see the plaza. Let's get it. That's really cool. It was a Laker game, basically, right? Yep. Who was screaming, make some noise? The MC. <laughs> I... It wasn't Mark Chinook, though. No. no. <laughs> he does hockey games. All right, there you go. You guys had nice seats, too. Look at the crowd. And Ryan, you were very excited that you got a little light-up bracelet there, weren't you? Yeah, I wasn't too excited that it always, it only flashed purple and gold the entire game. Were you rooting for the other team? Were you rooting yeah. for the Pelicans? I will always root against the Lakers. Why do you hate the Lakers so much? The LA? The, the same point that Al made, yeah. that 
They Lakers fans offense. get offended that you're not cheering for the Lakers. Yeah. Growing up in Vegas, well, a lot of the Vegas people are Lakers fans, and I. 40. I uh, look at the leather jacket. Oh, Ryan's a bad boy at night. Go Pacers. Go Saturday. Pacers. Go Pacers. <laughs> I I will always root against LA. It'll always be beat LA. Man. I feel like Vegas fans are becoming a little bit like that with the Knights. Like if I see a license plate and somebody has the Pittsburgh Penguins right. or something, I'm like, come on, we have a hockey team That's here true. now. That's true. So I, I can see how that kind of starts it's to It's hard happen. to take the Pittsburgh out of someone from Pittsburgh, though. It really is. Uh, nice job. So you guys had a good time at the game. Did you yeah, bet on the game last time. night? Yeah, I had a couple different bets. I won one. You won one. Hey, that's a winning night. Yeah. Yeah. D'Angelo Russell had 14 points. His over-under was 13 and a half. And by the way, I had mentioned LeBron and then the, he had over 30, right? He had 30. 31. 30 or 31. Yeah, yeah. And the over was like 28 and a half or something. He had 30 in two and a half quarters. Yeah. He, and he didn't uh, look, play the rest of the game. This, you know, he wants to win the first in, in uh season championship. Yeah. That way every, all of his fans can say, look, uh, Michael Jordan never did that. That is true. Okay. <laughs> and that's how their fan that's how all the, the LeBron fans sound. Duh. Duh, duh, duh. <laughs> LeBron the goat. No. Stop it. Uh, by the way, the trophy is huge. All Do we have him. a video of the trophy? Roll the video of the trophy on a on a truck coming into Las Vegas. Look at this trophy, ladies and gentlemen. This is the in season championship trophy. They had to bring it in on a flatbed truck. It was so big. Uh Possibly. it's really impressive. So I'm painting the picture, ladies and gentlemen. It, Went right by the world famous. Here it comes. This is it heading to T-Mobile. Look at the size of that thing. That's as big as LeBron's ego. That's obviously a yes. fake. <laughs> Alex is looking at me like, wait, is it that the Trump? <laughs> Whoever made that, kudos to you. Because that that was impressive. Great marketing ploy. Because That's Reno Paul, Reno Paul, uh, one of our subscribers and super fans, he, uh, he sent that to me and I go, I, that can't be real. And I Googled it. Uh, I asked Jeeves first, doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> then I went to Bing and said, just go to Google. And it's not real. It's actually 23 inches high. It's 23 inches high. Who wore number 23? Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan Maybe course. that's why they did that. A little <laughs> yeah. jab at LeBron. Well, minus LeBron four. Also wears 23. Minus four. What's that? LeBron also wears 23. He does. That's true. He's yeah. worn a couple different numbers. I don't know. I, I think uh, I like the Lakers tomorrow. Minus four. That's me just because I am a Laker fan. Go Pacers. <laughs> <laughs> Halliburton is a monster, though. Yeah, he yes, is. he is. Um, all right, let's do a couple more fast takes before we talk about some more sports. We had some extra stuff, but we wanted to get Big Al on. Uh, Oxford every year releases their word of the year, Alex. You know, whatever word is trending and they put in the dictionary. This year, it's Riz. R-I-Z-Z, Riz. Oh, yeah, and it's like Stalker Channing's character in Greece, right? Rizzo, they called her Riz. Is that what it's for, Ryan? Is that what Riz means? No. What does Riz mean? Tell me, educate me and with the, the, the slang of the youth. Riz is like your ability to... Talk to the opposite sex. Oh, is it really? Like, it means you have charisma, is what I'm being told. Riz is like yeah, rizma. If you want to put it that way. Yeah. So, like, last night, you in that black leather coat at the game, you showed a lot of riz. Although I, you have a... I've you, got no riz. What's that? I said, I've, I've got no riz. You've got no riz? Craig, Sh <laughs> Pearl's last Craig Shoemaker trying to riz up Alex, Craig though. Shoemaker! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Alex or uh, Ryan with the line of the week there. Uh, do you have Riz? Are you, are you aware of Riz? Do you have Riz? I am not aware of Riz, but thank you for filling me in. So my uh, nephew will be proud when I use this word. Yes. But yeah. No, I don't think I you have could any be Riz like the either. cookies that you're making for the cookie exchange. You'd be like, oh, he's got Riz. Does that work? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> not quite. They're lit. 
It's woke. <laughs> They're fire. Oh, these cake pops are fire. Fire, huh? Yeah, I said it that, like Beavis. That is the right way to use and, that. And uh, Time Magazine's uh, person of the year. Uh, I couldn't believe it. We were very excited. Ladies and I, it was Chris Andrews of the sports book here. There it is. Chris Andrews, our sports book director. Chris, very distinguished career. He was Time's person of the year. Is that the photo you put his head on, really, Ryan? <laughs> Are you trying to get the show? We're all fired now. No, what? That's my best, exactly. That's Ryan, Ryan, Chris, you're very attractive. No, actually, show us who the time person. It was T Sizzle, Taylor Swift, for the second time. For the second time, yeah, in 2017, she shared it with some uh, with some group, other strong yeah, women. women, and then this year, I mean, it's hard to argue with the steamroller, steamroller, steamroller. Yeah, steamroller. What? Like steamroller. <laughs> You're arguing with a steamroller? No, I'm saying like what a steamroller year she had, like oh, a locomotive, oh, like oh. a steam, steam. <laughs> Wait, what oh, happened? Yeah. Uh, anyway, Taylor Swift won, and you know what's more impressive: two persons of the year on Time Magazine or two Super Bowls. You know, she's saying that the first fight she has with Travis Kelsey. Oh, you won two Super Bowls? I'm Time's Person of the Year twice. That's more impressive, I would say. Well, I think so. Can you yeah. really count it twice? She was part of a group the first time. Well, so was yes. Travis Keaton. Win it by himself. He wasn't out there playing well, the other yeah, team. Yeah, but <laughs> I mean, a, a group of just five. I was it just five. I feel like those were the I don't most know. prominent that's five. What, Could have been a foldout, a la Mad yeah. Magazine or something. I don't know. But um, anyway, congratulations to Chris Andrews and Taylor Swift on being named <laughs> Times Person of the Year. People of the Year. Yeah. Has Chris run out of the office yet? Okay, good. <laughs> I think we're safe because you can see Chris coming with his cowboy hat. With the cowboy hat. We love you, Chris. The rodeo's in town. Um, they have lines for the rodeo, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Over. There's lines up for the rodeo. Okay. Could you name like, one rodeo like, person? Like, no, I could not. Yeah. Billy Bob Jones. Can you name an event? Yeah. The circle. Billy Bob? The circle rope. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Bob Jones and the circle rope. I'm going to parlay that. <laughs> by the way, everyone's nodding like, oh, Billy Bob Jones. Yeah. I don't, I, it sounds like a, sounds like a cowboy name. And the circle rope. <laughs> Killing Parles over here right now. Um, Are Alex, we doing so a parlay? We, we're going to do the parlay parlay, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Back to um, sports. Uh, let's see. Ryan's suit today. Next level, brother. Oh, Joey B likes your suit today. Thank you, Joey B. Who is Joey B? Do we know Joey B? Yeah, Jeff explained it yesterday. Oh, yeah. He's, um, yep. <laughs> he, <laughs> I don't remember. I had one a, of those brownies a, before for National Brown. A fan of Parles and following, yeah, fan following, of Parles. He's great. Him, he, yeah. He's always strong with his comments. So thank you. Uh, and I love Big Al giving out a free pick. So anyway, we're gonna do our we're gonna do our parlay, 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 parlay. Do we have the graphic? No. Nah, why not? We everyone knows it's us. The F is for Frank. The A is for Alex. The R is for Ryan. We still parlay, need that parlay. coin. So we need the coin. I don't know if we're gonna do that. Got to keep an eye on eBay. Oh, oh, interesting. Have to pitch in. Maybe the Times Person Man of the Year could get it. Anyway, uh, so anyway, who wants to kick it off? Are you going first, Ryan? You usually go I, first. I feel like we should establish the F A R. So Frank should go first. So you're going me. I had an MB. I, I'm taking the uh, the Houston Texans on the road, three and a half, against uh, a team that's inferior to them. The Jets. The Jets. You know that exactly. And uh, no, I like I like Houston. I thought the line was low. Uh, CJ Stroud is levels above Zach Wilson or Richard Todd or Ken O'Brien, whoever the Jets are going to throw out as quarterback, an 80-year-old Joe Namath, I'm not sure. But I like the Texans. They're playing for something. Huge win last week for the Texans. DeMarco Ryan has that team playing way above what everyone expected. And CJ Stroud, not only Rookie of the Year, D'Amico give it to Ryan's. him now. What's that? D'Amico Ryan. I said D'Amico Ryan, didn't I? Did I say Demarius? Thomas? No, I said, I said DeMarco Ryan. 
D'Amico. D'Amico? D'Amico It's Ryan's. tomato, tomato, dude. You know, I call him D-Rye. Giannis. <laughs> it's Giannis. Don't get me in trouble with Chris. Again. Uh, so, all right. That, I'm taking the Texans. I, I like the Texans. I like that a lot. That's Thank you, Alex. Ryan making fun of me. Thank you, Alex. Isn't that the point of this show? We're having fun. <laughs> we are having fun. Okay, not to make fun of Frank, not to make fun of me just all the time. to have right. some anyway all right i need fun. this has to be a team effort for my play because yes. it was originally eagles cowboys over 52 yeah al didn't like that one very much so here's yeah, some options some, yeah we, okay give us some options we can go with uh dallas over 27 and a half Ooh. team points which team total four yes, touchdowns team right? total. they're at yeah. home you like that one already yeah they're yeah. scoring. They're sc- yeah, uh, yeah. Averaging 41 points at home. They've scored 40 points in the last four home games. Yeah. And then before that, it was 38, 30, and 40. So we know how good they are. Plus, yeah. they have revenge on the Eagles. We know the Eagles are going through this stretch of yeah. really tough games. Or do you want to lay the points with the Cowboys? It is also. I, I like room for Dallas touchdowns. I have four touchdowns from Dallas. So I think they can do that, right? I'm good with that. Yeah, right. let's do it. Okay. Right. That's your pick, but Locked I love it. it. In. All right, so, so far, so, it's a very Texas. Texas parlay. We got the Texans and we got the Cowboys. How will Ryan screw this up? Well, there's not. I can't. There's not another Texas team. I know. Well, the Mavs. <laughs> no, but are you saying NFL? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah sticking sticking with Sunday. Um, the Bills Chiefs game. Oh, that's <laughs> the, the one game I didn't like. One okay, and a half point favorites. What's that? The Chiefs are one and a half point favorites. Okay. Uh, one, down, to down, one, down to one. Down to one. Oh, just moved. Okay. Um, no Isaiah Pacheco for the Chiefs. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, but the Chiefs have lost. Two of the last three in Kansas City to the Bills. Um, I like that game under the 48 and a half. Okay. So either the Chiefs money line or Chiefs to cover or either way, either way, Chiefs under. Ooh. I like the under. Which I don't know. Do what do you think? I do too. I like the under. I like the under in that game. Okay. Uh, and then uh, poor Josh McDermott, what he's going Sean. through. Josh Sean McDermott. <laughs> yeah. That's another reason. <laughs> The Bills have this a whole why, lot of drama going folks, on. Folks, I like to make Ryan look good. All right. I like to make a few mistakes so he justifies. No more brownie days. No more brownie. I didn't shows, have a brownie. Okay? I didn't have a brownie. <laughs> Sean McDermott. I know a John McDermott. Is he watching? Maybe he's watching. Uh, Patrick Ramsey. Yeah, there's another quarterback. Good one, Lucky. Uh, boy, he's, he's had a week. That, now, do you think that uh, all the, the, the turmoil that McDermott's going through, he used a, in a motivational speech in 2019, he referred to 9 11 and. You know, talked about that. That is just horrible. He's already apologized, as he should. But that does that have any effect on this game to you? I would think so. Yeah. I right? mean, if that story hadn't come out, yeah, you would think that this game would be a much bigger game in the media, yeah. right? It would be that game in the the Cowboys Eagles game that would be yeah, the really, biggest. You're game right. Of the no, it's kind of lost its luster, and hasn't it? Yeah. No one's been talking about it because Sean McDermott took the headlines. Wow. Uh, NBA action, Sean. Did you you had a play uh, that you wanted to that you you feel strong? Uh, Sean is a big NBA guy. You like the uh, Orlando Magic under two twenty eight, right? Yeah, it actually jumped up to two twenty nine. A lot of people are not agreeing with Sean, but he likes the under. Um, and then, the, of course, if you want to talk college football, we have the Army Navy game. We were talking about this off off camera. Love the Army Navy game, the pageantry of it. It's never really that exciting of a game. A lot of a lot of three man backfields. I don't know. I always root for Navy because my dad was in the Navy, but the the line is low on that game too. What is the line? Is it two? 28. Yeah. Oh, yep. the, the total. The over-under is 28? The total. Is Iowa playing? Are they making a guest appearance in the game? <laughs> so Army Alex, is, is, a favorite. is there I anything no- else you want to talk about? I have nothing in that game either. Yeah. I think the line is right. Um, yeah, maybe some more. Uh, 
NFL for Sunday, or yeah. do, let's talk about the championship game. So yeah, you let's like talk about that for tomorrow. You like the Lakers? You're going to lay. Well, the I mean, look, I'm a Laker guy. Uh, boy, the, the Pacers are Halliburton. This kid's unbelievable, right? Um, and you're rooting for Indiana. Not that you love Indiana, just you want to bet against LA. Which probably isn't a smart decision because the crowd's going to be ninety five percent purple and gold. <laughs> what I know, was we the percentage? Should get, we should get Jeff in here. He's more the NBA. Ninety five five. What KLS? The, per the percentage. Oh, <laughs> Lakers to Pacers. That's all broken. Ninety five five. KLS. Classic rock. Ninety five point five was LA. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. Indiana. I mean it's you know. They have they have they have crops to attend to. They can't be flying out to Vegas for a game. Um, I do like the fact about the fact about Indiana though is we talked about it the other day. Ten players making under three million. This is like this is like an this is like a like a March Madness game to them, right? They're gonna they're gonna do everything they can to win this game. I think it's gonna be a huge ratings winner. It's already proved by uh, the commissioner Adam Silver, who you go. called David Silver the other day. Yeah, or was that me? I can't remember. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Um, I, 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 you can't go against the underdog. I think it could be a close game. Maybe the Pacers cover that four points. They're going to give it everything they got. I think the Bucks are a better team than the Lakers, yeah. and they just knocked off the Bucks. Yeah. So it's yeah, it should be a good game. And what time is Did the you game? Like it's eight thirty, right? I, you know what? The court that one was better. Again, okay. I've talked about how I was bo bothered by the the yellow court of the Lakers. It kind of looked like their regular court. Thought they should have incorporated more of their purple. But um, I don't know. I, 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 yeah, I always root for the Lakers. I did like them against Phoenix. I did bet that game. And I've had LeBron's over. His over probably in this game. Again, he's going to want to put the team on his back. It's probably high 20s, I would imagine. Yep. I think he hits 30 over. Uh, lucky ass. Let's see. So now oh, it makes sense. Ryan, that's funny. When my dad and I did Frank's show when he was in New Orleans for his... Uh, Wait, what happened? For that show. He was talking about the Lakers. He gave out the Lakers for yeah. this. And then I bit. said, let's let's slow the roll on the Lakers. So yep. now it makes sense. I didn't know that you yep. dislike the Lakers that I much. dislike everything about L.A. Did you look up tickets already? Do you know the price of the tickets I am for going to be in New York. Oh. Wait, why are you going to New York, Ryan, this weekend? The, this was not cleared with This was not cleared with me, by the way. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Monday and Tuesday, you're going to have Matt and Everett. Oh, okay. Well, chair. we love Matt. Good reason that you're going? Something fun? Monday night, the uh, Packers-Giants game. Wow. Oh, your buddy. Oh. oh. Yeah. My Did buddy. Did you get tickets from Daniel Bell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's that, that's going to be... Have you ever been to the Giants Stadium in Meadowlands? Yeah. I went last year to the Bears-Giants game. Oh, so oh. do you do you always make it a pilgrimage to New York for a game, or is it or is uh, a reason? Well, I mean, here, buddy? last year was his rookie year, so yeah. we're, we're trying to get out there, yeah, to make sure we... Now, he's a healthy play. He's playing. Yes. Okay, yes. and here's the picture of Daniel Bellinger and Ryan McCormick starting tight end. That's Alex. <laughs> that was Alex. <laughs> Alex plays tight end, too. I don't know if you know this. She's married like a, like a Kellen Winslow type. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Now, what is that picture on the left of you guys? Uh, so that was the uh, the award ceremony for our our team that year. Very nice. I see the big guy in the middle. Yeah, the arrow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I I think that year he won the leadership award. Um, and then I won that. The, Did the I ever tell you when I was player manager of a baseball team? Uh, I listened to that story. <laughs> Isn't I it a great to, story? I really Jeff Parles thinks yes. that it was unbelievable. Hung up the cleats. It's my greatest accomplishment. It really is. Forget all the TV shows. It really is the greatest accomplishment. Um, it's been a fun show, so we're setting the parlay in stone. Uh, the F, the Frank part, I have taken the Texans on the road, uh, laying three and a half or so, right, against the Jets. Sorry, Jeff, I went against the Jets. He probably doesn't mind. 
The A for Alex. Alex, you're going Cowboys over 27 and a half. Correct. Cowboys they, team total over 27 Four and touchdowns half. at home. They haven't lost since uh, there was an H in Pittsburgh, which was 1911, the year I was born. And Ryan. Bills VR. Chiefs under 48 and a half. Under 48. That's it. And do we know the weather at all? I mean, it doesn't really matter for this game, right? Uh, I can. I can. Let me, Let find me the take a look at the weather. I always think that. All right. Um, thank you, Jeff. All right, Jeff, not only does he know the numbers for every game, I don't know if you know this, but he knows. Any any kind of rain? Now, see, what is this Google? I mean, keep going to ask Jeeves, and it keeps coming up. Uh, Gate Network Air 404. Uh, <laughs> we didn't um, we didn't even get um, Ryan's thoughts on the Lions and Bears game. Would you like to tell us? But you, you, you is been? that opposite the Giants game? Will you be able to watch it, or you have it on your phone? Well, Giants game is going to be on Monday. Oh, it's Monday night. Sorry, Jeeves. So okay, he's got his I'll be able to watch it. Set. Good. Bears, what do you think? It's only three and a half points. Am I right? I mean, they should have beaten them two weeks yes. ago. Um, but <laughs> I, I think the team will want to build going forward. Justin Fields needs to prove that he's going to be the quarterback yeah, going forward. Yeah, he does. So I would like them to win, but the Lions are also playing for something too. Yeah, and so. the Lions need to win. Uh, Alex, uh, what do you, where are you going to watch? Where do you watch football? You just watch it at home? I watch in here a lot. Oh, yeah. On Sundays, yeah. After it's our show, fun. we've got a Plenty of TVs. It's the best spot. Plenty of TVs. You really should come down to the South Point Casino. We hope you do. A lot of activity in Vegas right now. We got the rodeo. We have the in championship, in season championship, which is very exciting. That game's at eight thirty Eastern, so I think five thirty locally. Yep. It's going to be rocking down there at T-Mobile. That's right. I said rocking. I have so much riz. Anyway, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen, thank you for watching the show. We'll be back Monday. We want you to have a good week, good weekend, safe weekend. Thank you for all the live comments. And uh, check out BigAl.com. Thanks for Big Al being on the show. Alex is always on Friday. Thank you to Sean and Ann, our director, and Jerry, who kept it clean today. Thank you, Jared. It's day one of no accidents at work. Put the one up on the board. And Ryan, have a safe trip. We won't see you. Yep. But we'll see all of you. That's called a segue in business. On Monday, Punchlines, Frank Nicotero. Lines live in Nevada. Every show. Two-hour sports by the book.